Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bueno, tardes, mi amigo. Hola, my good friend. Cinco de mayo. Broski and Broski. Uh, it's me, Michael D. Catherwood. This is Mikey Likes You. I have a good episode for you today. This is why. Um, I was kind of at a loss of what to talk about. I already went over kind of my idea of holiday survival when it comes to taking care of yourself. Just things that I've learned um, that, that have harmed me or helped me. I always did. I just did a question and answer. So I was like, where do I go that would be useful and helpful and different and new, exciting and new. And I thought, Hey, you talk a lot about things that you think people should do. Why don't you talk about things they definitely should not do? Boom. That's what I said in my brain. And now I'm doing it. Boom. All right. So this episode is called Don't Do That. I get so many emails and and, and uh, messages and comments and whatnot of, of, from people who are saying, hey, I'm doing fill in the blank. What's your thought on that? Or I'm doing fill in the blank. How come I'm not getting these results? Or I'm trying to get ripped by doing A, B, and C. And I always am like, hey, how about this? Don't do that at all. That's a bad idea. Bad, 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 bad. Um, so these are going to be things that in my experience and in the experience of people around me and through research as well, I have found not to be good. Don't do that. Um, before I get to that, I want to talk to you about something very special. And I mean that I'm not just, I'm not just saying that I'm not pandering for some type of advertiser. I'm talking about something that I truly love. And I, I'm not kidding when I say that Magic Spoon cereal, it is, it's almost strange to me that they are going to pay me money now to talk about Magic Spoon. This is why. For over a year, I've been going around getting people to eat Magic Spoon. One situation in particular I can think of was mm, a year ago, let's say. Okay, yeah, but a little year and a half ago, I'm at this like health and fitness influencer party. I'm not kidding. I know that sounds dumb, but um, my friend Aaron, who's been on the show, uh, the Align Method guy, he invited me to this this insane house in the Hollywood Hills, right? And, and everyone there is in some way influential in the health and fitness industry. And I'm with this my friend David Nurse. I'm hanging out. I'm talking to him and Mark Sisson. Of you know, uh, Mark Sisson, like uh, prim- Primal Blueprint guy, and prim- Mark's Primal Kitchen. Like he's he's a real G. And all of a sudden, I look over. Now I grant you, uh, Bel Campo, which is one of the premier sources for gourmet meats 
and and health foods and things like that. It, it, beautiful restaurants and butchers uh, uh, through in California. They cater this place, and I we ate bone marrow and and different roasts and lamb chops and the whole thing. But people are still standing in the kitchen, and and most people were drinking a little wine or something like that. I was having my uh, club soda, and I look over, and there is boxes of Magic Spoon. And I go, dude, have you had that? And both Mark and David are like, no, man. I was like, is there milk in this house? I'm going to rock. I'm going to blow your fucking minds right now. And they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, dude, this stuff tastes like your favorite childhood breakfast cereals, but it's got like 11 grams of protein per serving and only three net carbs, no real added sugars at all, a a lot of good fibers and stuff. It's like really legitimately good for you. And it tastes amazing. And they're listen, that's a big sell, they're saying. I was like, all right, well, get you, you find fucking milk, dude. Sure enough, boom, milk. I pour bowls of this. They said, I can't believe how good this is. I said, I know. Last week, I'm doing a Q&A. Someone asked me the question, what do you do to her- curb your sweet tooth cravings? First thing I said, Magic Spoon. I believe it, okay? I believe in Magic Spoon cereal. It is that good. And I already had some, right, before this ad campaign started, but they decided to send me some. And it was flavors that I had not had. My wife ordered more boxes, Okay, she had the flavors that we had never had before, like peanut butter and the frosted, uh, which is kind of like frosted flaky stuff, you know, like old school frosted flakes or and the peanut butter tasted like um, like peanut butter count chocula. It was that good. Okay, magic spoon cereal. The stuff is amazing. Cocoa, frosty, fruity, blueberry. It tastes amazing. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, GMO-free. This stuff is fantastic. Go to magicspoon.com slash Mikey, M-I-K-E-Y. Grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code Mikey, M-I-K-E-Y, at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. That it's backed by a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash Mikey. And use the code M-I-K-E-Y Mikey for free shipping. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring this podcast. We sure do. I love having stuff like that, man. I get a couple shekels in my pocket. And I get to talk about something that I would have told you is awesome anyway. I really do love this stuff, Magic Spoon Cereal. Um, All right, so don't do that. I'm going to go off the cuff here because I have so many at the ready because people are like all hitting me up about these questions. Here's this. I'm trying to lean out. What kind of cardio should I be – should I add to my 40 minutes a day already because I'm trying to lean out? Don't do that. Do not regulate your weight loss with cardio. Okay? That is a bullet train to destroying your physique and being really unhappy with your results. And or or most likely being stuck in this perpetual state of being kind of skinny fat. 
And listen, cardio doesn't destroy your gains. If you're out there and you're like, I'm ripped, I do cardio. I'm not saying don't do cardio. What I am saying is that fat loss is all about diet. Successful fat loss is all about muscle retention. That being said, and that's uh, frankly, I don't like to use any type of never and always. Okay, I I don't. But frankly, that's really, 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 really true and hard to argue with with any type of scientific research. It is all uniformly supportive of that claim. Okay, it doesn't really matter what your training protocol is or how many intervals or boot camps you do if your diet is shitty. If you really want sustainable, successful fat loss, which is what I don't know a lot of people want, it's so much diet and so little training. And if you really want to look good at the end of this fat loss, because muscle loss will come with it, and that's not something that a lot of you have to you know, have at your disposal, like this wealth of muscle mass to, to kind of go away. Muscle retention is key. That's the key. If you really want to look awesome naked, shoot for fat loss with maximum levels of muscle retention. How do you do that? You go into a caloric deficit and you lift heavy weights. If you have the caloric surplus to deal with it and you have the metabolic kind of uh, flexibility, let's say, to add in the cardio, then do it. But once, twice, maybe three times a week, you can do high-intensity intervals, and then every day I recommend very, very, very low heart rate aerobics. I'm talking about walking. If you are a super G, I'm just getting to the point, after years and years and years of trying to build my aerobic base, I'm just trying to now getting to the point where I can jog and stay in like what is a purely aerobic and fat-burning state, you know, 120 beats per minute maximum, really, really low. It used to be that I couldn't maintain that if I jogged at all. I had to just do brisk walking. And through hard work for long durations of hard work, I've now gotten my aerobic base up to the point where I can kind of do a little bit more uh, strenuous work and still stay in aerobic state. Now, if you are an athlete training for something, a fighter, a basketball player, um, a, a football player, um, cardio is – that's different. I'm talking about you out there, guy or gal, who says I'm not happy with the way I look in the mirror. I want to look better. I want to be leaner. Almost everybody has this idea that it, that cardio is the way. That is not true. Lifting heavy, five reps, five to six reps in there trying to maintain or progressively overload at those rep ranges with compound movements and then diet your ass off. High protein, protein dominant foods with a 300 uh, calorie deficit for a long time. That's how you do it. Okay? So don't lean on cardio for, for fat loss and weight loss. That is don't do that. That is number one, don't do that. Number two, don't do that. Lighten up the weights and increase your repetitions in an attempt to 
not quote unquote bulk up. So many dudes, especially and chicks that chicks hate lifting heavy because they think they're going to look like a bodybuilder. Here's the deal. It takes actual bodybuilders lots and lots and lots of drugs and and intense amounts of eating and training, focused, focused training and eating and discipline with their sleep and pumping their body full of anabolics and androgenics to get to the point where they're bulky. Do you think that you have this magic ability to do a couple sets of heavy squats and you're just going to be bulky? No, that's not how it works. How it works is your size is dictated by your diet. Listen one more time. Your size of your body, whether it grows or or shrinks, is completely dictated by your diet. If you are in a caloric deficit, you could lift all the heavy weights you want. You're not going to get bigger. If you are doing all the cardio in the world doing all the intervals in the world, crossfitting your fucking ass off, and you're in a caloric surplus, you are not going to get smaller. You are not going to lose weight. The size of your body is dictated by your diet. Now, the composition of your body is dictated by your training. Everyone knows the person Maybe you're that person. I have in my life been that person that goes on a diet, starts training harder, loses the weight, and looks worse. Maybe you don't look worse in clothes because you lost a lot of weight. You're like, oh, man, you know, people are always like, look, you look great. You've lost through 40 pounds. Okay, yeah, I get that. But you know what I'm talking about. You want to look like Ryan Reynolds when you take your shirt off, and you don't. You look like a smaller version of fat you. Chicks want to look like uh, Brie Larson as Captain Marvel or, or, or one of these Instagram models, you know, like that are just with the hourglass physique and lean and the whole thing. And then they go on a diet and they lose weight and they look like Paris Hilton. That, that's what happens when the size of your body, like I said, is dictated by the diet. So you go in the caloric deficit, but your training isn't appropriate for the muscle retention or for newbies even a bit of muscle gain. Okay? And the same thing goes for the guy. A lot of guys try to simultaneously get bigger muscles and lose body fat. And so they're like hitting the gym hard and then they – uh start dieting and they're like, well, why am I not changing my, I just kind of look the same. That's because you're in a caloric deficit and you're training hard. You just, you can't, you, you can't serve two masters. Um, don't think that you're going to go into a quote unquote leaning phase or diet phase and stop lifting heavy or never start lifting heavy and just do high reps to carve out the muscles, bro. That's not how it works. There is some science to show that there's a metabolic uh, advantage to higher reps. So I don't, I don't think you should forego the idea of higher reps, lighter weights. What I'm saying is that the dominant part of your training has to be the compound movements in a, a five to six rep range. I like that five to six rep range. 
when you get good, when you get good, you know, really above intermediate, you start to be strong, legitimately strong, then you can advance into doing other things. Then you can start to manipulate those rep ranges. Then you can start to have fun with your cardio and do other things, add in other things. I have started to do that in the last like two or three years where it's like, look, I did get to the point where I was probably not strong for like a professional power lifter or even like a high level amateur power lifter. But I was strong compared to 99.9% of the world. And I was lean compared to 99% of the world. I wasn't, you know, a, a fitness model, but I was lean enough that I had gotten to the point where I could start adding in these things to start either intensifying or adding volume to my training. That doesn't come right out of the gate. If you'd come right out of the gate with that, you're going to end up killing your your gains. If you are the person who right now is is in your opinion overweight or carries more fat than you'd like to carry and you look in the mirror and you're not happy, listen to me. Please don't s- s- go with the high rep low lightweight. Heavy weights are not just for big giant muscles. In fact, if you want if hypertrophy muscle gain is your main goal, actually higher reps is a little bit better, you know? The science shows that it's in that 10 10, 12, sometimes 15 rep rep range. You know, higher higher for legs seems to be um, beneficial for a lot of people for muscle gain. For body fat loss and for keeping your hormonal balance in check and doing yourself metabolic favors, you got to lift heavy and lift in that five, not in the one to three rep range, like a, like a strength trainer, but a, a five to six. I, I like, I like five and six reps. You know, I don't like to go too, uh, too high on the deadlift for reps, but, uh, you know, for squat and for, um, pressing movements and things and, and, and my chin ups, I do six. And then for deadlift, I usually do four and five. It's about it. Don't overcomplicate things. Okay. Stay in that rep range, lift heavy, write down your weights, get heavier at those lifts, those core lifts. You only need about five or six. Continuously get heavier in the weight of the exercise that you're doing progressively, small increments, and then stay in a caloric deficit. That's the way you get the body that you're looking for. You are not going to be a massive Hulk woman and you're not going to be some giant distorted uh, bodybuilder looking guy from doing that. This is how you get to look like you know an action hero or a fitness model, which is what most people want to look like. I, I would say right now, and I hate to admit it, if I had to pick one physique that looks to me really appealing, it's Zac Efron in Baywatch. Or Jason Statham. That is a, an appealing physique. I am not built like either of those men. Jason Statham was a was a pretty high level diver. I will never be that guy. I was always very. I'm five ten. Well, even though Jason Statham and I are exactly the same height, he's a much more thinner, leaner guy than I was. And I've ever been. I've always been kind of broad shouldered and a little bit husky. So now for me. Hugh Jackman is like kind of the the or like a Tom Hardy. I can look like that for sure. You know. Uh, so my that transitions into my next. Don't do that. Don't try to emulate people that are just not like you. Uh, 
by that I mean if you are a five foot three, a hundred and seventy five pound chick, you're not going to be a, a Victoria's Secret model. You're not. You know why? Because you just don't have that bone structure and you don't have that body. If you're a six foot four, a uh, hundred and forty five pound guy, you're not going to be the Rock. You're not going to be, um, you know, Hugh Jackman. You can be Brad Pitt in Fight Club. You're Bruce Lee looking motherfucker, which is pretty sweet. Or Ryan Reynolds. That's a great person. But you know, if you're if you're a kind of a mesomorph like me, I'm that guy. I, I'll never be Brad Pitt in Fight Club. He's tall and thin and lean, and also. He's like at that leanness, he was like 155 pounds. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. He looked fucking amazing. But when I'm lean, I'm still like 180 pounds at 5'10. So what is what was what is my point? I'm saying I look at guys like Hugh Jackman or Tom Hardy or you know, just a little bit more. I have that more of that build. Don't try to become something that's just not in the cards for you. Genetics are real. Um if you have no ability to leap, you're never going – I'm not saying you can't be an excellent basketball player. You absolutely can. You're never going to be the guy who jumps out of the gym. You can improve your vertical. But if you don't have the tendon uh, structure and the connective tissue and the and the and just the, the fast twitch makeup to be that guy – because we all know that guy. We all know that guy. We all know that gal. I knew guys – who fucking would literally be smoking their cigarette as they walked up to the baseball field, flick out a cigarette, never did any type of like specific training, and they'd come out and they'd throw fucking 91-mile-an-hour fastballs in high school. I knew kids that threw 78 miles an hour and they had personal trainers and and all this whole private pitching coaches and shit, and they just – they never threw over 80. It's just some things – Come in a genetic way, like your hip girdle. Um, I'll never have like my friend Mike Safi. I'll never have that tight of a waist. I can be as lean if I really worked my ass up, but I'll never be have that tight kind of V taper that he has because he just genetically always had a very small waist. I was lucky in some genetic areas. I have very teeny um, connective bones, like my my um, wrists and things are not necessarily very big. And, you know, like a big offensive lineman guy, you know, you've all seen those guys with the big ankles, big, big wrists and stuff. I, I have very teeny kind of wrists for someone my size. So therefore it actually makes my, my muscles look a little better. Very good for looking pretty, but it's terrible for like boxing stuff. I always have trouble. I'd had to really strengthen up my forearms and stuff because I would fuck my wrists up when throw punches and stuff. My point being is that there are, there is don't use genetics as an excuse to not put in the work or to think that you can't get the body that you want. What I'm saying is, is that if you have a picture, if you have a uh, a picture of Bruce Lee on the wall and you have naturally have a, 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 f- a 53 inch chest, like, dude, it's like, it's just not your thing. Get a go get a picture of the Wolverine. Go get a picture of uh, Dorian Yates in your prime in his prime. That I'm just saying that's it's more genetically in the cards for you. Be happy with what you have because everyone does have disadvantages and advantages. Some people are naturally lean. We all know and hate those people 
who eat pizza morning and wash it down with Taco Bell in a six pack and they have a, a literal six pack washboard abs. I was never that guy either, but I, I had an ability to lift heavy and, and put on muscle. So everyone has advantages and disadvantages. Play, play with the cards that you're dealt is my point. So don't emulate or try to strive to be something that's just not going to be in the cards for you because it will end up um, harming you and harming your morale. Um, don't do that. Let me think of other ones that I get that uh, definitely um, kind of I, I just want to shake people and go like, don't do that. Oh, here's one. Don't not lift weights if you're a chick and do like yoga and stuff wanting to look like the yoga instructor that you see or the Pilates instructor that you see, okay? Don't do that. I have a story to tell you. This is a true story, and this is why I, I'm, I'm saying this because it, it is frustrating. I love Pilates. I love yoga. I think they are excellent, but they are an adjunct to something. They're not something to build your training around. I like the idea of people joining boot camps. If that's going to get you out there and, and get you going, then boom, you do that. But here is my story and this is 100% true. I saw these Barry's Boot Camp people. And I'm not talking shit. So once you listen to the story, that's the reason I even named them out like the actual company because I'm not talking shit and you will hear why. I, w- I saw these Barry's Boot Camp people. I went there once with my wife. It was fine. I enjoyed myself. It was nice. But the lady in charge was fucking shredded. She had such a beautiful physique, muscular but not overly so and very lean and and kind of uh, very well put together lady. And she was in charge and there was another dude there and he was fucking jacked and he looked awesome. So I get in the car and I'm like, that was great. But, you know, I got to do some actual lifting. You know, so maybe I'll go later today. My wife's like, no, why? you just got to work out. Why? And I said, yeah, but that's not going to cut it when it comes to like getting the job. She's like, yes, look at the trainers. I was like, babe, they're fucking doing other stuff. OK, like I'm, I'm not saying this is bad. I'm just saying that you got to do the real. You got to get in there and really focus and do the non fuck around stuff. Two days later, two days later. I am at Gold Gym in Venice Beach, the Mecca, and who do I see? That chick, that dude, and a couple other people in Barry's boot camp shirts in the squat rack going fucking ham on the squats, okay? So if you are – a lot of it's mostly girls, I say. And I'm not saying this is, a, this is anything – I'm not making generalizations. I'm just saying typically I see this happen with girls where there is a – a Instagram chick or a uh, a yoga instructor or a Pilates instructor or someone like that who is selling the results of her physique, which is oftentimes very good. Little do you know that to get there takes actual resistance training, getting sweaty in the gym with weights and forms of resistance, okay? Um, that That's just don't try to buy into something that isn't real 
So either either that is at play or this girl has always looked like that and shows she, she does yoga and it just makes people want to do yoga. Because that happens all the time as well. There's so many girls who are just there that chick. My ex-wife was that chick. She was had an amazing body. She ate bullshit. She never worked out. Um Carmen Electra came in to promote this is Another 100% true story, okay? And I'm not – this is, again, nothing negative about Carmen Electra, so don't get your panties in a bunch. I'm not about to talk shit. I'm just giving you a story to back up this this theory and to also give you guys some perspective. Carmen Electra came in to promote Starsky and Hutch to the Kevin and Bean Show, which was the radio show that I was a member of at the time. While she was in the green room waiting to go on to the show to do the show, she was in there for fucking 30 minutes at the most. She had two bagels with cream cheese and a regular Coke. And I was like, is it breakfast? And she's like, guys, that's what I do. That's how I eat. You must work out like crazy. She's like, I never work out. I was like, don't you sell fitness tape? She's like, yeah, I don't work. Come on. I just don't. Carmen Electra's parents gave birth to Carmen Electra. She was always going to look like that. I know it sucks, but that's the case. And a lot of these women who are very thin and, and lean, they're, they kind of came out of the shoot like that. And it's really insulting, actually, to then try to sell this fitness program built around looking like her. Because a lot of them, like I said, either are doing other things behind the scenes or – they um, they were born like that. Either way, not uh, avoiding real resistance training is not going to get you where you want to be. Okay. Uh, uh, don't do that. Here's another one. Big don't do that. Don't. I forgot what I was going to say. I did such a good one. Shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, don't, no, I do, I, again, I forgot what I was saying, fuck, it's late here, and I completely, I started my new podcast with Kevin, of Kevin and Bean, Kevin Ryder, um, our new podcast is called Great News, with Kevin and Mike, it's all positive stories and stuff, and, uh, it is debuting January 4th. But we started the pre-production and we started doing all the hard work and stuff to get it ready. And I just fucking am exhausted because I also started filming a TV show. They finally got around to getting out of like the COVID funk and everyone had to get tested 5,000 times. And I started filming and that was an ordeal. And this week has just gotten away from me. It's the week prior to Christmas. So I've been running all over town getting my wife. I'm not making excuses. I don't. I know you probably don't want to hear my excuses. I'm happy to be working. Believe me, I'm bl- I'm fucking blessed. Uh, but what I am saying is that, like, I didn't prepare for this podcast in the way that I normally do. And that's why I'm kind of, like, uh, meandering around stuff. Ah, okay, here. So, anyway. Don't get – don't try to get better at any sport by lifting weights. Just this week, this dude contacted me and he's like, I'm getting into Muay Thai. What weight training should I? I was like, well, do you really want to be good at Muay Thai or are you just doing it for like fitness? And he's like, no, no, I really want to get good. I'm I'm, I'm 19 and I'm just getting into it. I want to be a fighter. I was like, do more Muay Thai. 
If you have some extra energy twice a week, maybe do some strength and resistance training, but just do more Muay Thai. Way more important. If you're a high school football player and it's the off season, you want to bulk up. Okay, I understand, but that is nowhere, nowhere as important as playing better football. It, it's not going to make you a better soccer player. It's not going to make you a better basketball player. It's not going to make you a better anything. Um, it's not something to be avoided. I do think strength does come, but strength and power without skill is fucking meaningless. I, again, will tell you the story about my first jiu-jitsu competition where, I, again, I didn't get smashed, but I certainly didn't do as well as I would have liked. Uh, I won two and I lost two. And uh, I trained really hard leading up to it, but I was only doing jiu-jitsu like three times a week. I was lifting weights like crazy and doing cardio to get in shape. Now, I did have great gas tank and I did came in strong for, at the weight I was at, but these guys were just better than me. It didn't matter one fucking bit that I had an incredible gas tank and a 550-pound deadlift because uh, I got beat on points by someone who just completely fucking manipulated me and fucked with me. And if you're a high school linebacker, yeah, of course it's important that you get your squats in and, you know, get your power lifting in so that you can – excuse me, get your Olympic lifting in so that you can be explosive. It's definitely important. But the people who are going to go to the next level are better football players. Study game tape. Do that. You know what I'm saying? Do your sprints. Do your – do that stuff. Do uh, – your lateral movement, do all the things that are sports specific. That's always way more important. So after 40 minutes or however long this podcast has been about me talking about how important it is to do heavy resistance training, I stand by that. But I was talking about looking good naked. If you're trying to get good at any athletic endeavor, that has to be on the back burner to your skill training. Has to. And the number one place I see it, oddly enough, is fighting, combat sports. If you want to be a better jiu-jitsu practitioner, do more jiu-jitsu. It's way more important than being stronger and way more important than having a better gas tank. It's way more important. Now, I'm not saying avoid that. I'm saying that it has to be an adjunct to heavy skill training. If you want to be good at boxing, your bench press really doesn't fucking matter. Boxing matters. Cardio then is next in line and then somewhere down the line after conditioning is is strength training. But uh, people go to that to like get – they go to it to like get better at sports and it's just not the case. It's oftentimes – they've shown a real kind of inverse relationship at the NFL Combine with the people who do the best at the Combine being not necessarily the best football players. Uh, All right. Speaking of football, dude, this football season has been actually very entertaining to me. Again, I'm not fucking John Madden, but I am I was a pretty good football player and I'm a big fan of the sport and I understand the sport and I found this season to actually be very interesting and a lot more entertaining because I think something about not having crowds or having really teeny ones if they do has made the game more strategic at the NFL level. It's made the players less they're not vamping as much. It just seems like it's a lot more strategic and, and um, 
and the play calling seems to be a little bit more focused. I've really enjoyed it. Another reason why I've enjoyed this NFL season is my boys at Bet Online. Bet Online is the best. They've got game spreads, totals, teams, players, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. And sign up today, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Do not... Do not think that you can out-train and out-diet, certainly not for a long period of time, lack of sleep. Boom. How many people, a lot of people who are really committed to fitness are type A people. They're really high-intensity, go, go, go people. A lot of times that means that they're partiers. Even if it's not drugs and alcohol, it just means you stay out late. They're going, they're Trying to meet dudes, trying to meet chicks. They're they're socializing. They work hard. They work crazy hours. A lot of people who are into it are type A, and they're just those type of people. So a lot of times you think, hey, I had my perfectly weighed meals. I had the you know the high protein. I'm making sure I'm in a caloric deficit. I did uh, my squats today. I did my deadlifts tomorrow. I'm going to do uh, the C2 rower intervals, and I've got my whole thing planned out. So it doesn't matter that I sleep five hours a day. Yeah, it fucking matters. It really matters. Do not think that you can out-train and out-eat a bad sleep pattern, a, a ba- bad, bad sleeping habits. It really makes that much of a difference. I, I had to be told this f- so many times before I actually bit the bullet and believed it, and it really does make that much of a difference for a lot of reasons. One, obviously the hormonal and the, the physical benefits, the chemical reactions and everything, the growth hormone that happens from just sleeping more. It's super good. But also your energy levels, your morale, your positivity, it is higher you are so much more prone to go off your diet, if you know what I'm saying, to just to, to binge on shitty foods. You are so much more prone to skip workouts. You are so much more prone to train like shit when you do actually make it to getting to the workout. And you're so much more likely to kind of engage in other things that deter from you getting to where you want to be because your mood is not as elevated as it possibly could be. Prolonged amounts of good sleep really do make that much of a difference. So don't, especially you young people, think that you can out train and out sleep and outlive, uh, excuse me, out train, out live and out eat a, a bad sleeping discipline. You can't. Don't do that. Uh, my last one don't use age as an excuse. Don't say, I do not want to hear you say, hey, I'm 53 years old. I'm 41. I I just had this chick the other day in my personal life. Very good person. Very successful. Very smart woman. And she's like, oh, I'm just, you know, lockdown. I haven't really worked out since then. I'm I'm 41 years old. So it's not like I'm about to start up again. I go, I'm 41. She goes, yeah, but you're, it's different. You've been at it a long time. I go, no, I'm 41. If you're 41, take care of yourself. 
big difference than 41 and don't. And so many people, they get to like 38 and they just think like, well, it's just not in the cards for me anymore. It absolutely is. Is it going to be as easy when you were 22? No, no way. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not. And every decade that goes by, it's a little harder. But it doesn't mean that it's unachievable. And it's certainly achievable without drugs because that's another thing I hear. Everyone is always fucking throwing the drugs at me. I'm like, dude, I haven't used roids at all since like 2003. No, maybe like 2005. 2005, yeah. It's the last time I touched any anabolics. Any. Am I investigating TRT? And will I probably get on it in 2021? Yeah, yeah, fuck it. And I'll be open to you guys when I do. But even that, it's different. A 41-year-old guy getting on TRT is much different than, than steroid use or, or, or uh, clenbuterol and, and all these other drugs that people use to fucking get lean. It's, it, it, you can do it. You can do it. Doesn't matter your age. Let me see this lady. I'm going to get her Instagram profile. And I want you to go check her out. I think it's uh, Train with Joan. Yeah. Train with Joan. All one word. At Train with Joan. J-O-A-N. Spelled normally. Uh, She's in her late 70s, I believe. Gray-haired ass old grandma. Jacked. I'm looking at a video of her deadlifting 185 pounds like it's nothing, and she looks amazing. She's healthy, great posture. She's just vibrant, and uh, she wasn't, like, always like that. She didn't get into training until she was, like, in her 60s, and she'll show you. She'll show you pictures. you got to check it out, at Train with Joan. I highly recommend it. Here's another thing I recommend for all you ladies. Carly Petratus. Yeah, Par- Carly Petratus, I believe that's how you say her name. Um, she is a, a fitness girl, and she she looks great. Um, but she put up a picture of her. Maybe I'll retweet it or, or repost it. Um, but it's uh, her name's Carly, C-A-R-L-I-E, and her last name is Petratus, P-E-T-R-A-I-T-I-S. And the picture I want you to focus on, I want you to take a look at her because she looks fucking amazing. But the reason I want to focus on her is that she put up a picture and it's four separate pictures in one, you know, like sliced up into uh, one like montage or collage, I should say. At 14 years old, she's 140 pounds. 21, she's 186 pounds. So that's a 46 pound gain. She does not look as good. Um, but she was very thin as a young girl, 140 pounds. Um, 24 years old, she gets down to 165 and she's like has started training properly and she looks amazing, okay? 25 years old, she jumps back up to 175. She looks even better. And the reason I wanted girls to hear that is because so many chicks look at like less weight. The less weight, the better. I don't care what matters. It's like I can't possibly think about – gaining weight and getting better this girl is perfect 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 example she's 35 pounds heavier than she was in high school and she looks like she looks like the girls on the cover of magazines 
Okay, she has like the ideal beautiful female physique, muscular but not crazy and and she looks 10 pounds heavier than she did a year ago when she already looked awesome. So most people in they would put that idea and they'd say, "Well, if she gained 10 pounds, how does she look better?" It just happens that way. It just happens that way. If you it, you got to understand training and you got to understand uh dieting properly, but don't uh, get addicted to body weight because oftentimes it's not reflective of progress. All right. I bloviated too much, but I actually think that turned out to be an informative and useful uh, episode for you guys. I hope everyone has a beautiful, safe, and amazing Christmas season. Happy Hanukkah to all my Jewish friends out there. I know it's ending right about now. Um, and just... Let's not kid ourselves. 2020 fucking sucked. Sucked more or less for most people. It was just varying degrees of shit. I know some people really had it rough. And believe me, I care and I'm concerned and my heart and my love goes out to all you people who are out of work or have lost your business or are just having trouble supporting your family, whatever it is. I know that 2020 has just been so hard on so many people and it's been hard on me but nowhere near what it's been like for a lot of people and I and I'm aware of that and I don't take it for granted and I'm not going to sit here and try to compare myself to some people who are confused on, as to how they're even going to keep going because that has happened to so many people and I just want to say like we're all in this together it's so easy to to get divisive and to point fingers at people who who have it good when you aren't necessarily having it too good and you're down and out. But man, we're all human beings and we're all doing this together. This entire globe is affected for the most part. I mean, I understand there's zones where people really aren't affected at all. But for the most part, man, this is a global thing and we're all in this together and we're going to get through this. And please, I know it's tough for you out there. And again, my heart goes out to you. It really, really does. I'm super sympathetic. But uh, keep keep your head up and just don't stop dancing even when the music stops, like Joan Rivers told you. Um, anyway, I love you. I really do. Because in this crazy mixed up world that makes you think that nobody cares, I do. Be good, people. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.